Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. The Annie Fry Show YouTube live chat poll of the day is sponsored by Ruler Foods. Low prices, no coupons. Ruler Foods. That is exactly what I needed to hear. Thank God someone here knows what they're talking about. That's us. That's right. Gotta love this American ride. Right, you need to take the time and get the full picture. the ladies. I mean, they rev my engine, but they don't belong in the newsroom. It is Anchor Man, not Anchor Lady. What do you want from me? I'm not a sweet kid. Keep your voice down. Your father's listening to the radio. I'm not This is the Annie Fry Show. Welcome back to the Annie Fry Show. Thanks for being with us this afternoon on 97.1 FM Talk. Ryan, I didn't. I should have prefaced this with you on the break, but we've got coverage tonight of the New Hampshire primary. What's 97.1 doing for our listeners to make sure they got it covered? So starting at 6, it'll be live coverage of the, uh, the results, just like we did with Iowa caucuses. And we'll see how late we have to go in the night. I think we have maybe planned coverage through about 10, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but, I mean, we should know. I would think this isn't going to be like a nail-biter one way or the other. Uh, if it is, it'll be more interesting. But if it's not, we have you covered either way. 6 o'clock through roughly 10 o'clock. And it's it's just basically like horse race live coverage. So With Fox. With Fox, yeah. Yeah, so you'll have the, the best of the best right here on 97.1 FM Talk. So keep it here. Mark Rudin's show is going to take place, of course, as it always does, right after we get done. And you'll have the coverage that you've come to expect from Fox News, 97.1 FM Talk. We're going to have it for you all throughout the entire election year. It's a very exciting time, and I'm looking forward to seeing what happens tonight. I got basketball tonight, so I'm going to let's see. The results will 7 o'clock our time? Will that be when they is that when so I don't know if they announce them right away. I don't know how each state is so different that I don't know if they all the results come in at the same time because I know with New Hampshire they have a lot of weird rules about when you can start voting, when you can stop voting, and stuff. So I don't know exactly when we'll know fully, but it's always a rollout of knowing oh you know how many points ahead somebody is. I'll be the parent sitting in the corner of the gym watching Fox News on my phone while also watching my son play basketball. I'll be doing the same thing. Not at basketball practice, but... At my son's game. That's weird. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Ryan. In the corner, for sure, because I don't want you to go there. Why are you here? 
I wanted to watch Fox News with you. Uh, <laughs> I don't have a subscription. I would yeah. try to watch yours. I, I don't know. I, I I go back and forth on those things because it's important, and I, I want to know how the evening unfolds. I need to know about it so that I can come here and talk about it the next day. And I also think that the the way that—I mean, the news headline, the notification you're going to get on your phone if you get news alerts or whatever is going to be—this th- is what the news—this is what it's going to say. New Hampshire primary— uh, notes Republican winner. So you have to click on it. Yep. It's not going to say Trump wins New Hampshire primary. Haley upsets in New Hampshire primary. It's going to say winner declared or something like that. But if that takes a few hours into the night, which they will prepare for, that's part of the story. If it's like Iowa where polls close and they're like, Trump wins, <laughs> and people yeah. are still in line to caucus, uh, that's part of the story. So it's kind of... Important for me to be able to take that in. I always hear it, the reaction if I don't take place in the actual unfolding of the night. I'll hear people complaining about, oh, they called it too soon and this is a shame and blah, blah, blah. And it really sounds like sour grapes if that's all that you hear. If you have the context of experiencing sitting down, getting ready for the results to be revealed, boom, there are the results. And then you hear, you know, I'm getting reports that there are still people in such and such county in line to caucus and their phones are going off and they're getting alerts, then that's like, well, that's kind of ridiculous. And I feel in the moment a little empathy for the people who are going, how can you have called the race when I have, like, does my vote not count? Because it doesn't at that point. Right. So, but if I only consume it after the fact, I'm like, yeah, but he won 52% of the vote. Like, he... He, well, he, he trounced him. So does it really matter? It makes a difference to me to consume it in real time. Ultimately, the headline is what's going to matter here. And that's what most of America is going to either see it tonight or tomorrow morning. They're going to see who won the New Hampshire primary. Most people will be at least a little bit interested in knowing that. But you're right about the, the way this unfolds. To me, the biggest story that I would like to see as this unfolds tonight is how does Nikki Haley respond to it? Obviously, if she does well, she's going to say, all right, here we go. This is when our campaign really started. But if she doesn't, what is she going to say? Because in Iowa, she said, it's a two-person race now. She got third and said it was a two-person race now and ended up being right. <laughs> like, it's that's interesting. Was that a slip of the tongue or did she know? I think that was all strategy. It was all framing of the way she wanted this to be perceived. And in some sense, it worked. If Donald Trump more than doubles the vote total that Ron DeSantis got in Iowa. I think it, I mean, Nikki Haley wasn't supposed to finish according to the way things played out. The the expectation was that she would finish third and that if she finished a high, a a, a close third compared to, you know, a single digit, whatever, that that in her mind and in her campaign strategy would be considering progress and ascension. Whereas, Ron DeSantis, if he doesn't pull off a win and then Donald Trump goes and gets 50 plus percent, that the understanding would be pretty easy to arrive at that Ron DeSantis is done. And he said, you know, he kept saying, we punched our ticket out of Iowa and then he pulled out. So I don't know. I mean, that that's obviously didn't happen. So I, I, I have reflected on her saying you've made this a two person race and people making fun of her and us kind of I think we played that sound, too, and going. (laughs) Um, without knowing at the time that DeSantis was going to drop out. It makes me wonder if she said that as a little bit of a jab, understanding what would naturally come next. Mm.
I, I don't know. So tonight, regardless of what happens, I mean, if Nikki Haley gets absolutely trounced, She's still not going to drop out of the race before her home state of South Carolina. She's going to get thumped. Why? In South Carolina why wouldn't too. she though? Yeah, if she's going to get embarrassed, why would she stay in to embarrass herself? I just wonder if she's not going to go at least through South Carolina because she could maybe revive her campaign there. I don't know that Man, that'll happen. I don't know. But that would be her hope I mean, that that would happen. That's a, like looking at South Carolina. South Carolina has two uh, senator senators, uh, and they're both Republicans, and they both have endorsed somebody, and both of them have endorsed somebody not named Nikki Haley in this. I mean, they. Both, I just don't know if that goes that far. Tr- it's humiliating well, yeah, for it, her the, for that to happen. Well, it's not that, but that's just an indication of what's going on in in South Carolina. Tim Scott and and uh, Lindsey Graham can both read the tea leaves. They know what what way the wind's blowing there, and they know what's going to happen. <laughs> That's like all you can say about Lindsey Graham. <laughs> <laughs> He's really good at that one thing, though. Yeah, <laughs> he know he can read a room without like, shame. And 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 I think Annie's got a point here. I don't know that you want to go to your home state and get embarrassed. And that is what it's looking like is going to happen in South Carolina. She did, though. At least at this point, it looks like she got what she was wanting. I mean, it's a narrow path. I'm not saying she's going to get it, but this was the only way she had a chance is to make it a two-person race, which essentially it has become. Yeah. And so for her to drop out that quickly after she got what well, she wanted, I just don't know that well, she Well, I mean, New Hampshire is her, for better, for uh, lack of a better uh, example, New Hampshire is her is to her what Iowa was to Ron DeSantis. And Ron DeSantis didn't get enough. It's not that Ron DeSantis didn't finish high enough, and he just didn't get a big enough chunk of the vote. And the problem that Nikki Haley is going to have is is what she needed it. She needed it to be a two-person race, which means that to to overtake Trump, she needed a significant amount of DeSantis voters to then jump to Team Haley. That isn't what's looking like is going to happen. It looks like most of them, and... I think policy-wise, it makes sense to think that, oh, DeSantis voters are more likely to go with a Trump than they are with a Nikki Haley. They mostly went to Trump. All of Ramaswamy voters went to Trump. So she got, what, tens of Chris Christie voters? And so she's kind of peaked at where she's at. I don't know that she's going to, like, after New Hampshire, if she doesn't win or at least come within, I don't know, five or ten points, she's done. I mean, she's done, done. I hope so. I um, don't think that there's room right now for a Nikki Haley in the Republican Party to to lead the Republican Party. I really don't want to go down the John McCain, Mitt Romney road. Mm-hmm. We've done this before. Yeah. It was a dramatic failure, and it, it's really more of the same. I don't dislike Nikki Haley the way a lot of other people detest her, but it is a version of Republican mm-hmm. politics that I just don't want to do anymore. Mm-hmm. And... I don't think that a Nikki Haley presidency dramatically gets the country back in shape the way it needs to get back in shape as quickly as it needs to get in shape. And I mean, we're we're going to we're going to live and die by Donald Trump and the Republican Party until he's ineligible. Yeah, yeah. Until we either live or die by Donald Trump. He, he is going to win this next election and no longer he's going to get four years. Or he's going to lose the next election and continue every single day past that election to be the only thing that matters to Republicans and Democrats alike. Every conversation centers around Donald Trump. And if he if he wins and gets four more years, that's it. That's the end. And when I think about Donald Trump selecting a vice president last night, his um, 
his head communications person, is it Katie Levitt, 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 something like that? I hope I'm getting that name right, was on with Jesse Waters, and they were talking about the vice presidential possibilities for the ticket. And he had said previously that he knows who the VP is. And then he's followed up on that and said they're 25% sure who the VP is, (laughs) which at that point I'm like, you're just saying words. You're just making up numbers. So I assume that the possibility of it being one direction or the other still exists and that there are influences that could take place. Um, is, is a Trump DeSantis ticket a possibility? I think it is a possibility. I don't think it's likely. I, I, while I would love to see it, one of the things that the spokesperson said last night on um, Jesse Waters' primetime was that Donald Trump cares deeply about positioning the next person to be able to successfully run and win. And that was an interesting point to me. I'm thinking, well, that should have been obvious, but I'm going to say this. It's not obvious with Trump because with Trump, it's all about Trump all of the time. And to think that he would be factoring in the person who's on his ticket as legacy. Maybe for him, it's the Trump legacy, but I'd like to think of it as the America first legacy because the America first legacy Includes me, mm-hmm. not just Trump. Maybe two things can be true at the same time, and I'm okay with that if Donald Trump is looking at his own legacy. But how drastically and dramatically did things change on day one of Joe Biden becoming the president? For the policies, the plans, the processes that were put in place by the Trump administration, how quickly did that all come crumbling down when Joe Biden became the president? Donald Trump needs to be very smart and logical and logistical in how he picks his vice presidential candidate. And I don't think that you can pick somebody. I mean, I don't think that I don't think Mike Pence was picked to become the next president. And at the time in 2016, when you're talking about hopefully eight years You get to the end of those eight years of that vice president and you might be kind of ready to do something differently. This is a really unique situation where Donald Trump gets to pick somebody who he can put as the front runner for the nomination for the Republican Party in just four years. This is going to happen very quickly. Should he win the election, he needs to tee up the next person to be able to win over the American people and be effective as a vice president to then become the president of the United States. And I also think that the vice presidential candidate in this particular instance, I would like to see them take a much more active role in the administration. There are a lot of things that need to be addressed. I mean, good grief. Joe Biden put Kamala Harris in charge of the (laughs) southern freaking border. Well done, uh, Kamala Harris, czar. I mean, if you can just say uh, the sovereign borders of the country, vice president and just shoo them down the line. I would like to see Ron DeSantis have a crack at that or have a crack at fentanyl or have a crack at rebuilding our military because he's from there and he understands what enriches people in that are serving, what brings people in like himself to want to serve. I would there are so many different areas where I would like to see the vice president take a more active role. Name something that that Mike Pence was in charge of. Uh, COVID response. Okay, and that didn't happen until the last year of the presidency. Yeah. Name something else. I don't remember anything else. Fact. 
Yeah, I'm not pulling up anything either. What was he there for? I just, mean, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> Plan B. Name what Kamala Harrison Harrison. Name what Kamala Harris has been put in charge of. Like we can think of many things. Yeah, the border is the big one, but it's like any time something comes along that Joe Biden doesn't want to deal with or they don't want him talking about, mm-hmm. they say she's in charge of it, but then she doesn't talk about it. So she's in charge of probably everything that Joe Biden is in charge of because he doesn't do anything well. It's the musical chairs of crises mm-hmm. where you're always passing it around. Someone is going to get left holding the bag and they just don't want it to be themselves. Yes. Yeah. If you have two people who are on that ticket, who are effective, who can work together, who can where we can get an instance where the president can delegate some of these issues to somebody who is going to go lead. I'm trying to think of in my lifetime if there's ever been a ticket that has done that. Because my recollection of what Barack Obama said about the current president, then vice president of the United States, is never underestimate Joe's ability to fudge things up. Yep. And that ain't how he said it. Going back to Clinton Gore, I mean, it's it's hard to look at what... I guess Bush Cheney. Cheney did try to remake the world. <laughs> and if you want more of that, vote for Nikki Haley. I, I, I'm looking at Donald Trump's unique situation of not being able to run for eight years. Donald Trump needs to be running. He he should be telling people, I'm not running for, f- I, I know that I can't run for an eight-year campaign, but I'm running for 12. When he announces this person who's going to be on his ticket, he needs to say, it's not my four years. This is going to be a joint effort. I'm going to, you know, this person is America first and they are going to work with me to build this thing and keep it going long beyond my ability to be in the administration. Because it's going to be based on the Constitution and the principles of freedom and the idea that America is great and it needs to be kept that way. Which is why I feel like a, a Ron DeSantis pick would make a lot of sense in that regard. I don't know if it's in Ron DeSantis's best interest to, to oblige. Because who knows how the Donald Trump presidency is going to go with distractions. With, you know, there are always scandals. There are always things that happen that if Ron DeSantis were to hook his wagon to Trump and things go south, then that, that's, that is the remainder of his political career. I don't know that if, if I was going to say, I don't know if Ron DeSantis needs Donald Trump to prove that he can be effective as a leader. He's completely already proven that he can be effective, but he will need an unequivocal Trump blessing to be able to win the Trump voters. Who, in my opinion, ignorantly. Have lied about and slandered Ron DeSantis for a couple of years now. Only in an effort to take him out. I mean, he, Donald Trump fights dirty and he fights hard and he wins. And that's the thing that has been hard for people to swallow for quite some time. Let us know what you think. YouTube live chat poll for today. Has Donald Trump become a better campaigner? Yes or no? If you go to the Annie Fry YouTube channel in the live chat portion, you'll be able to see uh, that that poll question there and vote. Frank said, I voted no. Trump's grip on reality seems to be slipping with his recent bewildering remarks. Honestly, more troubling than Biden's gas. I said his name is Frank. It's really Frank and Beans. I think that adds context to the conversation. Mark says, I hope he's learned to tone it down. I think a lot of people are feeling that hope 
We've been feeling that hope. I've been feeling that hope for a long time. The tone, I'd like for it to be more positive, but I also am not losing sleep at night waiting for that to happen. Let us know what you think. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back to the Annie Fry Show. Hope you're having a good afternoon, warmer here in St. Louis than it has been 46 degrees right now, which is uh, a lovely uptick from the frigid weather we've had here recently. The YouTube live chat poll for today, has Donald Trump become a better campaigner? Yes or no? I want to get a couple quick answers to you guys before we switch topics here. Um, I'll read for you some of the responses we've gotten on our YouTube live chat right now. Go to the Annie Fry YouTube in the live chat portion, which is where the poll is. And also where you can leave comments like Julius is here. Um, let's see here. No, he's responding to somebody. That's confusing. Let's start with Thor says, I'm in the wrong thing. I'm sorry. OG Thor says, absolutely not. Since the GOP has been branded with Trump, we've lost three straight elections. GOP voter turnout continues to crater and the Trump social media team is burning bridges. I do agree with that last part. The Trump social media team and of course the DeSantis response to a lot of what the Trump social media team has laid out has caused a lot of vitriol. I still think, though, that the portion, the percentage of people who participate, view, experience anything from, like, to understand what I mean when I say social, Trump's social media team or DeSantis social media team, that's such a small group of people, yeah. isn't it? It's it's only political junkies that are seeing that. Well, that and people that are paid to do it. Yep. Um, I I am I was always like I'd be following Twitter and people would be like, man, that DeSantis team is just being absolutely horrible to Team Trump. And I'm like, I'm seeing Trump people being absolutely horrible to DeSantis people too. But it seemed like the the prevailing narrative was that it was Team DeSantis's, uh, which is so ironic, social media team was too mean to Team Trump. <laughs> Like, oh, poor baby. Oh, like, okay. But I mean, to me, I was, it was about 50-50 what I would see. I have, um, I do pay attention to 
Twitter a lot for sourcing information and collecting responses to things. And I mute those people. They're not mm-hmm. people who I interact with, but on both sides, if all you're ever doing is talk, if, if every single thing that you put on social media is to advocate for a certain political candidate and to in, in by doing so squash down the opponent, I'm just really not there for that. It's, I'm not going to stop you or argue with you to try to change your mind because I'm not silly enough to think that I'm going to be able to do that. But like, get a hobby. <laughs> yeah, because you're not there. You're not there to really. If if that's the case, regardless of the candidate or even topic, if the only thing that you're doing is on these socials to promote one cause, it's like people who are part of those like multi-level marketing uh-huh. schemes. That's all they do. That's all they post about. You just go. I don't. Everything you're doing is an angle, so you're not really having a conversation with me. Therefore, I'm not really interested. Um, JC says, funny, I was just having a conversation with my fiancé about the poll and how I think Donald Trump's tone is better. Campaigns, interviews, etc. Do you think, Ryan, that he... Has there been a marked alteration in Donald Trump's delivery? Yes, despite himself. Because I do believe he's trying to change that. There's something that has shifted in his approach, but he's still Donald Trump. And so if you want to find stuff that's typical Trump, you can still find it. But his tone is changing, and that seems like it is a choice. Him focusing on the general is a choice right now. Because what do you mean? Oh, the general election. The general election. I, I was like, which general? The general, oh. yeah. <laughs> Lloyd Austin? From, is no, he, the cartoon doing? general from the yeah. commercials. <laughs> <laughs> Selling insurance now. No, I think even him focusing on the general election right now is a strategy, and him doing it in a way that makes him seem presidential helps him in the primary. So it may Missile be, launch. Yeah, like that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that that clip comes along and ding, just ding, 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 pulls ding, the ding. rug out from under anything I was just saying. <laughs> but I think they're both true. I do too. I, I mean, that's Trump. Yeah. He's just, the, the thing is, is that in the world that campaigns live in and politicians live in, there are people behind the scenes who are trying to manufacture an avatar of the ideal candidate. And Donald Trump is like, Nope. Nope. It's not possible. So you can't you can't refine it to be what you want it to be, which is refreshing because the American people don't want the refined manufactured candidate. At least I don't think they do. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Nikki Haley will win. <laughs> Donald Trump, no matter what he does, even if we have seen a dramatic shift in tone, which I think I, I'm jury's still out on, on whether this is permanent or if it's just for a couple of weeks, he's he's shifting a little bit. If it is permanent, he still isn't a polished politician. He's still Donald Trump. He still speaks basically with no filter when you ask him a question. He answers questions instead of saying, look, and then saying whatever else he was going to say. He's still Donald Trump. So, Yeah. I mean, he's not a polished politician, but it seems like he's becoming a polished Donald Trump. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. I'd agree with that. He, yeah, he he he's taken the edge off of some of this stuff. Um, one of the examples I think of is like I haven't heard him refer to a woman as a a reporter as a nasty woman or something like that. He's he's, he's gotten gonna away- say that tomorrow. He will. Yeah, probably. <laughs> he's gotten away from stuff like that, but he's still hammering on the fake news media. This you know they're they're lying to you, but he's also leaning into the let's make this 
let's make America great again. And it isn't make Donald Trump great again. And it's actually he's talking about making America great again. When we were speaking in the 12 o'clock hour with Harris Faulkner, a great conversation with her. And you can check that out on the Annie Fry Show podcast. I asked her the poll question and just thought I, I wanted to know what her thoughts were on the, the person who we've seen in the last maybe month or so from Donald Trump, if she's noticed any differences. And she she went back to the Martha McCallum, Brett Bayer interview, and I agree with that. I think he looked very presidential in that in that interview specifically. And I've seen I've seen Donald Trump do this a few times in media appearances where we we can easily get wrapped up in the you know, 22 minute increment sitcom installments of politics that in some, you know, I'll put my hand up and say maybe I'm responsible for part of being part of that problem where every day we do three hours of whatever we want to do. But we have like episodes like in today's episode, Donald Trump articulates through onomatopoeia a missile launch tomorrow on The Apprentice. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, I think. We can get wrapped up in that. And I also enjoy the levity of it. I enjoy the exhale of it. But I have seen Donald Trump take some of those interviews where he's posed a very political-based question. And he's the one who actually brings it back to the center and talks about how we're in a very serious time. We're in a very serious moment. And the American people understand it. They feel it. They know it to be true. And we have to, we can't afford not to make the right decision in November. And then Donald Trump is the person who can get this country back where it needs to be. All of the conversation that surrounds Joe Biden and his inability to handle the job, nobody is going to convince me that this man is fully within his wits and wisdom doing the job of the president. There's nobody who's going to convince me that that is the case. And the idea of him in four years, there's nothing else that needs to be said. It speaks for itself. So we can talk about the mistakes that Joe Biden makes. We can talk about the kind of goofiness of and idiosyncrasies of Donald Trump. But I'm, I have seen Donald Trump take kind of the political circus that is surrounding this moment in time and say, this is serious. Mm-hmm. And we can't afford to not stay focused on what needs to happen for this country. And I'm the guy who's going to I'm the guy who's going to do it. And I appreciate that because it seems as though Donald Trump would be easy to distract in some cases. All you have to do is personally attack him. And then he's off message. It seems to me that he's been more on message than he's ever been before. And w- what I want to see Donald Trump do as a campaigner, and I think that he's doing this. So has Donald Trump become a better campaigner? I don't even, it's my poll, and I ask these very specifically so there's no gray area. you got to say yes or no, and if you want to qualify it, you can do so in the comments. I think he has become a better campaigner. I also think he could become a worse campaigner tomorrow, like I said. What Donald Trump has done that has not benefited him over the course of all of the years that he's been campaigning, in my opinion, is he's watered down the true opponent that we can all get behind by showing us all of the opponents that Donald Trump has. I understand Ron DeSantis is an obstacle to Donald Trump becoming the president, and I respect that. 
Donald Trump chooses ways to take Ron DeSantis out of the race. I don't love and respect everything that he or his team did to get there, but I understand the mission. I understand when Donald Trump wants to attack the media. I understand when Donald Trump wants to attack particular people he's worked with, if it's Chris Christie or Nikki Haley or whatever. When Donald Trump starts talking about what the A1 mission is to defeat Joe Biden in November, the more he talks about that, the more we don't have to be distracted by, well, how do I feel about Ron DeSantis? How do I feel about Chris Christie or Nikki Haley or uh, Hillary Clinton or whatever it might be? When you narrow the focus, it broadens the base. And I need to see more of that from Donald Trump. And I feel like we have been. So I think my answer to this question would be yes. But I'm not holding my breath for it. And every time that he diverts back into name calling, to me, those become Donald Trump issues, not Trump voter issues. And as soon as he sways away from the idea of a Trump voter issue, I'm disinterested. Get it back to where I am part of the conversation, where my children become part of the conversation in the future of this country. That's where he lives. In my opinion, that is where Donald Trump wins in November 2024. And part of him becoming a better campaigner is to narrow that focus. The way that you'll know that he actually has shifted that message and become a better Donald Trump, as as uh, Brad put it, is that you won't really see a lot of those headlines for quite a while. Because the stuff that makes headlines, the stuff that everybody loves talking about, is the crazy stuff. If he avoids that, you're just not going to hear as much about him. Which I don't know if that's great. It it probably just means that his message gets out a little bit easier because there's not as much clutter to get through. But I think that's the barometer that you use to see if it's working. Well, we want to know what you think. Go to the Annie Fry YouTube channel and vote in our live chat poll for today. Has Donald Trump become a better campaigner, yes or no? More Annie Fry show right around the corner before we wrap it up and hand it over to Mark Reardon. And remember, live coverage tonight of the New Hampshire primary where you go to get your information right here on 97.1 FM Talk. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Welcome back to the Annie Fry Show. Appreciate you being with us this afternoon. Uh, go vote on the Annie Fry YouTube live chat poll. We're going to have results here in less than 10 minutes on this question. Has Donald Trump become a better campaigner? Yes or no? Let us know what you think, and we will give you those results here shortly. Yahoo has a report. Mark Zuckerberg has spent $187 million secretly buying 1,600 acres of Hawaii land, and now he is reportedly building a massive self-sustaining apocalypse bunker. Hmm. Okay. I don't really know what us commoners can do to like be like, okay, if Zuck's doing it, 
I guess I'll build my bunker now too. But I see a lot of people, especially they're always lefties that are that are at they're building underground instead of buying the next house or whatever. You make anything of that, Brad? <laughs> I didn't know androids needed like <laughs> apocalypse bu- bunkers. I mean, when the EMP goes off, he's hosed anyway. I don't. Know. That's true. And anything else is just going to tear the flesh right off of him. He'd just be the exoskeleton <laughs> walking around. Well, that would be really awkward. So maybe he's trying to avoid whatever it is. Yeah, that's true. Maybe you've proven why he needs the underground bunker. I do question his choice to build it there. Seems like if it's going to be a big volcano. Maybe you don't do it right there. I don't think he's worried about enough a volcano. He, what's he worried about? Uh, well, if I if he's worried about anything, it's probably some sort of war in the country. And okay. So like he can so not on the mainland, not on the mainland, and like in the middle of the Pacific, as far away from China and the United States as he can get. Yahoo says Meta Platforms Inc. CEO Mark Zuckerberg is reportedly constructing an extensive. A compound in Hawaii featuring a unique blend of luxury and survivalist elements. The compound, known as Kulau Ranch, is set to include a 5,000 square foot underground bunker, complete with its own energy and food supplies. The bunker's design incorporates a metal door filled with concrete, a feature commonly found in bunkers and bomb shelters. The project, which reflects a growing trend among Silicon Valley elites for preparedness and luxury, is estimated to cost around $100 million to build on top of the $170 million spent acquiring the land. This brings the total investment to approximately $270 million. According to Wired, the project has been shrouded in secrecy since the beginning. Workers on the ranch are required to sign strict non-disclosure agreements, and reports indicate people have been fired for posting on social media that they are working on the project. Workers on the compound undergo constant surveillance from hundreds of cameras, and military-style security measures have been implemented across the ranch. That's so the, like to me there's two ways you can go with this like you guys got your tinfoil hats let's put some on there either like I look at this and it's either this is like peak TDS where he's like Donald Trump stands a chance at being reelected and if he gets reelected it's the end of the world and I need a safe place to go or he's looking at it going oh man we screwed everything up there's nothing that's going to save it I need a safe place to be or mm-hmm. he's looking at the things that I would draw when I was in third grade and being like, you know what? I got enough money. Wasn't it just Let's a, just build that thing. Wasn't it just a zip line to your best friend's house, though? No, no, no. In I would draw- under. Tin I cans would, and a string? Yeah, I would draw house plans that had basically skating rinks in them. That was the only thing. I don't know why I was really- <laughs> in a, really specific. Yeah, but it, they would be underground because it was just cooler if you put your full-size skating rink slash basketball hoop um, court- underground. Maybe he's just doing that. 5,000 square feet would probably house that. Yeah, who says this comes at a time when Meta is moving into the virtual metaverse. This bet caused a stock decline of roughly 68% in 2022 before recovering to all-time highs early into the new year. The tumultuous year reflects several trends for the social media giant. On one side, some competitors and startups continue to rise to take market share. TikTok, for example, has been a large competitor and concern for the social media giant. Maybe he hits the AI Maybe it's the bots that he knows are coming. Maybe he's testing the bots to see if they can build. <laughs> Maybe he's nervous about humans building it and posting on social media, so he's trying out as many bots as possible. I think possible. that they've articulated in this conversation here that he's using people but that they keep have getting to fired. describe NDAs. They keep getting fired, though. Maybe that's how he's introducing the androids into the system. He's 
firing them, and then they have to go find other work. If there's one thing I know for sure, it's, the it's one test. of these few theories that we've brought up is true. Or it's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like the end of the day, he could just be neurotic and just... I'm super scared about everything, and uh, I'm going to build this bunker because I have the $250 million to do it. If you had the money, wouldn't you build an underground skating rink in Hawaii? If I had the money, I would build something underground. <laughs> <laughs> skating rink would not be high on the list. Invite all the cool people. If I invited, if I, Cher and if Dustin I Hoffman. built an underground bunker and had a skating rink, you'd be over there all the time. Yeah, I just live down there. Don't put a kitchen in it, otherwise I will live in it. My underground bunker on the outside is just going to have a big picture of an oval with a skate on it and a big red X. <laughs> oh, <there>. no! <laughs> on the outside where nobody can see it underground? Just you. <laughs> my, my bunker is going to have a big picture of Ryan Wiggins with a red circle and a slash there. So you're going for the more the direct <laughs> yeah. message. Mine is trying to be no subtle. No skates here, Ryan. Passive aggressive. I'm trying to figure out how yeah, people are you. seeing the outside of your bunker underground, but... You know, well, you gotta have a way to get in. The concrete door. So you're already underground, but you're walking up to the door. How do you, huh? I'm, I'm picturing this whole this whole complex being surrounded by dirt, and you putting an anti Ryan Wiggins sign on the See, outside. See, the problem of it. here is the way you're picturing it, not okay. what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, no <I'm> kidding. <laughs> I want to know got, how I've you're doing. I've got a picture this. of a big door. I'm in assuming my head. that you're going to descend in one way yes. or shape or form into the bunker. Yes. And it's not going to be just wide open. You don't build a bunker that doesn't have an entryway. <laughs> or you just don't build yourself into the bunker and not have so, a way out. So, so you're saying you're going to put the. It's a no shock to me that your underground bunker sign. skating rink never materialized. <laughs> Actually, you built it, but you forgot to put a door on it, you're, so you've never been able to skate. Yeah, it's down there. Somebody in the future is going to discover this. This is why like, you're so, oh, so bothered by it. This is what the ancients love to do with their time. The what? The ancients. The what? Ancients. 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 Gosh, I wish we ended the show two minutes ago. <laughs> we can do the results of the YouTube live chat poll. No, it's too soon. Oh, okay. You want to talk <laughs> about skating some more? Mm-mm. Do you skate inline or quads? I'm an inline guy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't skate. I, Brad? Do you remember uh, when rollerblades made their way into Yeah, it was the 90s. Yeah. It was a big deal. It was the early 90s. Mine were white with teal wheels and a pink inner lining. Oh. Mine That's were cool. black with red wheels and red inner lining. They could light up. I still have the same skates as I did in 1998. Are they in your bunker with no door? <laughs> <laughs> One of these days, skates, you and I will be able to skate in this bunker. <laughs> My baseball card collection's in there. There's a lot of stuff in there. I haven't seen it for a long time. Lifetime, lifetime supply of Cheetos. I yeah. wanted to talk about this real quick before we break. Um, this is a report from USA Today. It says, alcohol you later, don't drink and drive. Quote, turn signals, the original instant messaging. Or, quote, get the cell off your phone and drive. What are they trying out headlines? These are just a few entertaining, witty U.S. Department of Transportation electronic uh, safety signs motorists catch a sight of during their drive across nation's interstate, but not much longer. Last month, the U.S. Federal Highway Administration released its updated 1,100-page manual, which includes rules regulating signs and other traffic control devices. Under changes outlined in the handbook, the quirky signs aimed at raising awareness about highway safety will soon disappear. My favorite thing government has ever done. Yeah, I don't care about this at all. I want those signs to go away other than when they just say accident exit four. 
other That's it. overhead electronic signs with obscure meanings, references to pop culture, or those intended to be funny will be phased out nationwide over the next couple of years because, quote, they can be misunderstood or distracting to the drivers, which is hilarious. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. I ran into that car. I was trying to figure out what your dumb sign said back there. Yeah, I was trying to figure out the rhyme scheme. Just put up, buckle your seatbelt. Not even that. I just Don't want them speed. to go away. Yes. Just go away. Don't Tell need your me help. if there is a problem ahead that I wouldn't have otherwise known about. That's do you it. love the catchy, witty signs that remind you to do things in a super patronizing I way? I hate them with every ounce of Not what he told me off air, Annie. It's not what he told me. me? He said he loved them. Mm-hmm. He said, mm-hmm. you know what I love, Ryan? I love those funny signs. I've, I've changed my mind. That's what's going to be on the door of my bunker. <laughs> a witty sign with a circle and a line through it. No wittiness. No they, wittiness I think here. they bother me because they're just just witty enough to be okay. They're bad. But they're never good. They're a church sign. Kind of, but church signs are even better at times. Yeah. The dad jokes of highways. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the YouTube live chat poll for today. We want to know what you think. Has Donald Trump become a better campaigner? Yes or no? You said, Ryan? Yes. Brad? I'm a yes. I'm a yes, too. 72% of almost 250 votes? Yes. No kidding. Saying he has. So you've marked the uh, change, too. Let's hope that it sticks. Let's hope that it stays. And let's see what happens tonight in New Hampshire. The primary taking place this evening. All of the coverage you need right here on 97.1 FM Talk. So maybe I'll put an earbud in tonight and listen to the coverage while I cheer on my son playing basketball. Maybe that's the solution to what I'm going to do. Do it. All right. Stick around because the Mark Reardon Show is going to take you uh, through the afternoon and your drive time home. No witty signs there either. Just straight facts and and good comedy. On 97.1 FM Talk with the Mark Reardon Show. Coming up next. Get more at 971talk.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 